Welcome to CS Radio. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Season 6 and Episode 137 of CS Radio. I'm J. Michael DeAngelis. And I'm Amy Len Kirshner. And we are back in person after a season and a half of virtual living. <laughs> Recording from our closets. Recording podcasts now through our masks as we are back in the studio and uh, somehow even tighter squeezed together than usual instead of being spread out as is probably warranted. But we've overcome our technical hurdles. We're getting back on the bicycle, as they say, and we're real excited to bring you another season of CS Radio. It's going to be a season of change. Lots of new things here in career services. We're excited to be back on campus, welcoming students in real life as well as virtual. If you still want to connect with us virtually, you can do that. But I've been seeing students waiting in the waiting room, chatting with peer career advisors in the library. It's been it is it is definitely there are there are days where things almost feel normal again. <laughs> They're definitely not, but we're getting closer, and it's good. It is good to be back, and it's good to be back with all of you. And since there is so much going on and a lot that's new and a lot of things that just need a refresher like how to do a podcast <laughs> for example we're going to do a sort of a, just right out of the gate one of our traditional grab bag episodes go Classic. topic by topic and we're going to talk a little at the end about some changes coming to CS radio and some things that we're really excited about for this season and one thing we're not so excited about so oh, i hate no. to tease that i hate to tease that but you got to stay to the end to hear all the news. So let's right out of the gate. The students are back. We're back on campus. We're open Monday to Friday, 9 to 5, just as always. But you don't necessarily have to come in to see us. Is that correct? That's correct. If you do not feel like swiping your pen card to enter the McNeil building, you can still book through Handshake. That hasn't changed. And you can still select that you'd like to meet with us over the phone or in a video setting. So some teams are working a little bit differently. Most of the meetings now are just right in the Handshake platform, which is great if you want to meet with us virtually. Yeah, it is very handy. It's a one-stop shop. So when you make your appointment, you have the power to choose how you would like that. You could come in. Certainly you can come in. Uh, you can call us. Very few people wish to do that. But it's a, a possibility. Or you could take a virtual appointment and either we'll, we can we now have the ability to conduct those right in Handshake, or some advisors are still using Zoom. It's just sort of up to the advisor what they prefer. But there's you know there's so many great advantages to having that flexibility is really what it comes down to. It's a direction I think we were headed in no matter what. I, I, you know, like everyone has heard this, the pandemic just sped certain things yes. up. And this is certainly one of them. <clears throat> we were already offering virtual appointments for our students abroad and for our alumni who couldn't get to campus. Um, and so now we've just evolved that to even if you are on campus and if you can't come in for whatever reason, because you're over in DRL, which is on the other side of the campus, and you've only got 30 minutes before your next yeah. appointment, and it's a 15-minute walk to the office. So you can just find a quiet spot in DRL and have your you know, pre-med appointment or your career advising appointment and then still be on time for your next class. It's just, I'm really happy that we're able to be flexible. That's the thing. Totally. I met with athletics this morning and we were thinking specifically about how nice this will be for the student athletes. Sure. Down in the athletic complex near Franklin Field and don't want to trek all the way up to 30, between 37th and 38th. You don't have to. You just 
like Michael said, find a quiet spot. We'll be happy to chat with you. So I agree. Love the flexibility. So, and, you know, we're really happy to see folks too. So, you know, you touched on something, Melinda, that I think really needs a, a, a big push right now, which is seeing students in the Career Services Library meeting with our PCAs, the Peer Career Advisors. We've talked a lot about them in past, but this year I think we're really hoping to feature them on the show a lot. We've got a great stable. So, Melinda, this has definitely been a project that you've shepherded over the past year. So why don't you talk a little bit about what the PCA program is, how you can take advantage of it, and who, and who can take advantage of it? Yes, great point. If you are an undergraduate student at Penn, we would love for you to meet with a peer career advisor. So the PCAs are all undergrads, and we did extensive training. It was so nice to train them in person in August this year, right before classes started. So for some of those basic questions, first time using career services, switching your resume over from maybe a high school format to look for internships or jobs, peer career advisors are perfect for that. You can book a same-day pop-in. 15-minute session. You can do multiple of those a week. So with the advisors, the 30-minute appointments, we do limit students to one per week due to demand. But because the peer career advisors have so much more availability, if you have a deadline coming up, that's the best way to get started. Check in with the peer career advisor. So we have 11 peer career advisors. If you want to learn more about them, you can check out their profiles on our website. Um, Again, I'm excited to hear them on the podcast this year. I know we're gonna feature them more regularly. Six new PCAs, five returning from last year, which is great. But it's funny, every single one, aside from one, hasn't really been in our office before. Because that, they, Wait, that's shocking. It's true though. Only Sadie worked in our office before. Holy so most Moses. other, every, so 10 of the 11 PCAs Got a career services oh, wait, tour for the I'm first sorry. time. I'm sorry. I've had a little bit of pandemic brain. <laughs> they, they've like just never physically been in the office. Right, right. I thought you meant they'd never used our office. And then no. I was like, what business do these people have working for us? No, they had never physically seen our space. Oh, so that, it was yes. funny during training to show them the front desk and show them where the coffee was and things like that. So <laughs> we are very glad to have them on board and in person this semester. So you can... Sign up for one of those slots starting at 9 in the morning, 9.15 yes. in the morning in a handshake. But we have slots all day. Slots all day. Check back all day. Honestly, people cancel. They've been filling up, but continue to check in on handshake. I think this is just an important note in general. Always check back in on handshake. People are adding availability all the time in handshake, PCAs and advisors alike. But yeah, availability through 5 p.m., and yeah, perfect for one of those 15-minute quick check-ins. I'm glad you raised that. It's not something that was sort of on our list to discuss today, but it is important because of the way Handshake is set up, you can see the whole year on the calendar. And it looks like we don't have any availability for the rest of the year. Uh, What that just means is we we have not put those times in yet. As a general rule, the counselors in our office only book about a week in advance. So every Monday, they put in new times for the following week. Some people put in two weeks. So if you don't see anything available now or your son or daughter calls you and says, I tried to see career service. They just don't have anything available the whole oh, year. Semester. Please check again on Monday. 
or tell your son or daughter to check again on Monday morning. It's just, we don't have a way of indicating that in the booking system. It's elsewhere on our website, but I know when you're going right to QuickBook, there's no way to see that. So just know that we have plenty of availability. They do fill up fast, particularly at this time of year, but there will be more. So check on Monday. And as Milan said, check back during the week because people grab things and then things happen. This time of year especially, changing class schedules. Oh, I thought I could make this time. Now at the last minute I have to book it. You'll be able to rebook those appointments. So check in. And uh, just like the advisors, the PCAs are also meeting with students in person, but also in addition to the peer career advisors, I'm very excited to be welcoming a slew of graduate assistants working with at least we're doing things a little bit differently this year. One more new thing. Um, we do, just like with everything in career services, we meet with students by team, and the grad assistants are assigned teams. So I'm excited we have a couple on the college team, a couple on the Wharton team. But there are five total graduate assistants, and they all will be able to help all undergraduate students with technical interviews. So case interviews and technical finance interviews we have Wharton MBAs for that to help you. We have five undergrad graduate assistants, second year Wharton MBAs, um, ready to help you with those technical interviews, but also some of those career advising questions as well. So we're really excited to welcome them to the team. Looking forward to collaborating with them this year. May also feature them on the podcast. I'm certain that we will have them on the podcast. Certainly. We've seen over the last two years such a tremendous increase in the demand for case and technical interviewing. I think it's a great topic for us to discuss here on the show as well, why it's important to practice and why some people don't need to worry about it. I think it's another one of those topics where a lot of people hear all their friends talking about it and say, well, I don't know how to do that. And so they're coming in and asking (laughs) for these... Uh, interviews, then they're and they're never going to have a case or a technical interview because that's not the industry that they're interested in. So hopefully we can clear up some myths about case interviewing on really, um, really soon on an upcoming episode. Definitely. And just quickly to clarify, there only finance technical. I know there's a lot of other technical, 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 technical. <laughs> for those tech positions. Obviously, those are so expansive. We still have other resources for that. That might be another episode, thinking about featuring the engineering team and the great resources to prep for those. But yeah, really excited to have the five GAs join us. Yeah. So one of the things that I have been most excited about coming back is talking with students and hearing how they've been, not just, you know, over the 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 past uh, year and a half but specifically like the past summer what was what what was the yeah. most recent thing they did what experiences did they have did they have a, an internship that they were actually able to participate in person was it a virtual thing did they do volunteer work did they do research certainly you know listen no one's going to lie plenty of cons to everything that's been happening yeah but we try and look at the pros and the move to virtual opened up a lot of doors. And we, we've talked about many times on the show, I sort of managed the blog. And a big part of that is telling the stories of Penn students that received summer funding grants from our office. And people just did the most fascinating things that they always do. And this year, it's been really interesting to see how many of those were virtual. We just posted one yesterday. A student worked remotely from Pennsylvania 
in Sydney, Australia. <laughs> so cool. Right? She was working for this company in Australia that, you know, perhaps they wouldn't have been able to do even in non-pandemic times in person. So it was super interesting. And we need to hear more about that for so, so many reasons. I mean, one, we just want to be hearing great career stories. But also, we need to know what the landscape's like out there. We need to know what sort of internship Penn students are pursuing, what sort of research opportunities, classes that they're taking. All of that's so important in the work that we do so we can better advise you and your peers. I mean, when they got those opportunities, when did you get your opportunities, a timeline. That number, like number one question we get is like, when does so-and-so recruit? What does this industry's timeline look like? And things are constantly changing. So we've got a pretty good sense, but you know, I can think of something very recently where an employer who traditionally recruited in the spring decided to switch to the fall. And we didn't know until we started seeing the offers. Uh, It's not like they call us and and give us a heads up. So the way we learn that, obviously, from talking with students who come in, is our summer survey. Every sophomore through senior got a copy of this survey at the end of the summer. They've gotten a couple of reminders and emails. It is so, so important that you fill this out because it's how we get the information that helps you and your peers figure out how to navigate the job market, particularly the internship market. So, Milan, you you, you yeah. are the one actively using this data. Talk to me about why it's so important that we get it. I was just going to say, I point to these surveys so many times a week. They answer so many questions for students. Which employers hire for internships? When, like I said, when am I hiring? All my friends are looking now. Is this when my industry is hiring as well? No, look over here at this report that shows when students in this space got their offer. We provide a list of those employers' timelines. We do it by major as well, by school. So just, if you don't tell us, we can't share it with other students and help other people. I know that you all get so many surveys and so many emails, but just a few minutes to complete that information for us makes a huge, huge difference and really paints a clear picture for us. And we're going to have an opportunity for people to fill that survey out and have some fun. Oh, boy. Just just this week, right? This Friday. episode will be out on Monday. So this Friday, September the 24th, on College Green, weather permitting, we are going to have the first ever career services carnival. That's right. A carnival, a full-on carnival. No, no, no rides, no roller coaster, no tilt-a-whirl. <laughs> We're not yet. Starting small, maybe yeah. next year. But there's going to be fun and games and snacks. We're going to have a duck pond. There's going to be a hall of mirrors. I hear tell there may be a giant inflatable slide. Don't hold me to it. We but, don't know. It's our first ever. But Inaugural. that's what we're that's what we're hearing. And the price of admission? Filling out that survey. Just so survey. fast. And I have been on the receiving end of Amazon box after Amazon box full of uh, games and prizes. So I think (laughs) this is really going to be uh, a a lot of fun, unlike anything we've ever done. But it's just we wanted to find a way to introduce people, first and second year students who haven't been on campus before, who haven't really had a chance to interact with us, to do so in a really fun way. So everything's going to be themed. Uh, There'll be a, a, a ball toss game sort of aimed at pitching yourself to employers yeah, we're so not clever. we're not afraid of a pun love a pun so you can get some quick tip information and find out more about what we do and have 
just a really good time, a couple minutes out of your day, and all you gotta do is fill out that survey to participate, and we will be so grateful. I just checked the weather. It looks like it's supposed to be a beautiful day on Friday. Can't wait. Sunny and 70. Milan and I, no, Milan won't be there. You're gonna be out of town. <laughs> we'll be out of town. Uh, but I'll be there. I'm excited to see pictures. Uh, I'll be there, and I can't wait to say hello to all of you. One last th thing that is also coming up, it feels like sort of a, a, a big seismic shift is info sessions. Yes. Right? So we're used to employers physically coming to campus, packing them in into uh, DRL and uh, all the different <laughs> Wharton buildings, standing room only. All of it's virtual this year. Just we had to make that call very early on before Penn knew what it was doing as far as opening up. We just said, let's just make it, let's just make it virtual. Still feels like the right call. It, it absolutely does. There are info sessions, however, that are still exclusively for Penn students. Yes. Uh, so, you're, you know, sometimes employers are now, because it's virtual, they can just say, well, it's, a, it's whoever wants to come. Uh, and it can be thousands of people. But the ones uh, we're advertising on our website right now are specifically for Penn students. And the employers are desperate to talk with you. Yes. And we've heard that numbers are low much lower than usual, which is good news for you because it means that you can really make an impression by going. Go learn from them, stand out. You might be able to ask a question, chat with them individually following. So valuable to connect with these employers, learn about their corporate culture, hear how they talk about what they're looking for in candidates so you can really customize those applications and make sure you're putting your best application forward. We know Penn has changed its course schedule a little bit yes. this year. But we really try to adjust the info session schedule as well so that, uh, you know, 99% of them should be starting after the majority of classes are done, give or take uh, an evening class, which, you know, is, can be the case anytime. So, again, look on our website. Look in Handshake. Those are happening every day, multiple times a day. You don't have to go to a mall. Pick the ones you're most interested in. I cannot tell you how many emails I've gotten this week from employers saying, I'd really wish more students were signed up for my event. And we know it's been a busy couple of weeks. We know, we know, we know. And we try to impress that on the employers. But it, as Milan said, because attendance is low, it's a great way to stand out. So check out the website. We also highlight the ones that are for Penn students only on our Twitter feed every day. So sort of maybe two hours before an event, we'll send out a reminder on the Twitter feed. That's another great way to just... You know, if you see it and you're like, oh, I'm not doing anything at six, I'd love to know more about Johnson & Johnson. It's not a commitment to anything other than listening to them talk. Such a good point. Check out that Twitter feed for... And again, the flexibility of being virtual, you can do it from anywhere. You don't have to go over to Huntsman Hall. You don't have to go over to Stein ED. You can nope. be in the library. You can be in your dorm room. You can be at the Greek lady. <laughs> if you see me, Lynn and I there, wave at us. <laughs> We're stuffing ourselves silly. We're making up for a year and a half of not being able to eat no there. No Greek lady. No excuse. Enjoy them. I think it's so easy to do it virtually. Great to attend. Easy way to make an impression on employers for sure. All right, Milan. So let's talk a little bit about season six of CS Radio. Big things coming. We are, first of all, so surprised and grateful to still be here after six years to have 137 episodes under our belt. So first and foremost, we'd like to welcome a new producer. We have, we're so happy to have continuing our long tradition of student producers. 
we'd like to welcome Sadie to the podcast. Helping us already. Helping us already. Overcoming technical difficulties, moving locations. So we're very excited to have Sadie on board, and she's got so many great ideas for what the show can become in the next year, and we can't wait to share those with you. A lot of exciting ideas for guests, and we're going to take the opportunity to ask you as well for some questions, some topics. We're really looking forward to engaging with you again after having to uh, sort of do this all remotely (laughs) for a long time. And Sadie comes to us with so much excellent experience of her own, so we're really, really lucky to have her. So thanks for joining us, Sadie. But with every hello, (laughs) it seems there must be a goodbye. And yes, that is a nice segue in, Michael. Unfortunately, this will be my penultimate episode as co-host of CS Radio just wanted to be able to use penultimate in there. I am very sadly leaving career services. Uh, Bittersweet announcement for sure. I have been here over 11 years total. Back, I think, for six? Yes, because this is our sixth year doing the podcast. Yeah, right, right. Easy way to know. But yeah, I have accepted a new role where I will be a research and consulting manager for a marketing firm that I'm very excited about joining. But it will be sad to leave CS Radio. So I hope to be able to come back as a featured guest at some point. Obviously, I will still be Mm, We'll see. (laughs) But yes, some hosting changes here in in the podcast land. Well, I'm not going to say too much about it this week because I got to fill a whole episode next week. (laughs) Uh, But uh, obviously... It's going to be, it's a great loss to the to the show and to me personally, but I'm so excited for you and this great opportunity. This show would not exist without you. You know, we were on the same wavelength, <laughs> independently thought about doing a podcast, and I would not have had the, the gumption to do it completely on my own. So powers this uh, show is uh, definitely your co-creation, and it will be a very different show without you, but change has to happen and the show will go on the show will go on and i'm very i take comfort in the fact that our longtime guest host and thomas leach. and thomas leach natty leach will be moving into the co-host role with me starting in three weeks so we'll have one more go round with milan and it'll be it'll be a sad it'll be a sad it'll be a sad episode next week folks <laughs> bring your handkerchiefs but until then I am excited to be back. I'm excited to have the next two weeks with Milan. I'm excited to welcome Sadie and to promote Natty. And it's going to be a really exciting season of CS Radio. So we'll see you next time. This podcast is produced by University of Pennsylvania Career Services, a division of Penn University Life. It was created and hosted by J. Michael DeAngelis and A. Mylene Kirshner. It was produced, mixed, and edited by Sadie Kyler. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Podchaser, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at PennCareerServe. We'll see you next time on CS Radio.